Umked Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the summer of 1943, President Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts upheld their mission to defend the free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Savage Struggle. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg, she was cornered by Zeta Squad in Volker's lab, deep within the underwater SCAR base. Cripes in a sack. Quite. But before we rejoin her, let's check in with her compatriots in arms back at AeroQuest Dynamics, the one and only Brassy Battalion. Dixie should have been back by now. Alarm, fruit flame. I am worried about her. Perhaps she ran into trouble. Of course she did. She went looking for it. Well, tarnations. I hope she's all right. Well, sitting around here exercising our jaws while jawing about it ain't gonna help her none. We're being about as useful as a fish with a bicycle. Yeah, boss is right. Dixie is our friend and we need to help her. Let us go. Brassy battalion to the rescue. That does not mean that your fangs have been removed. Brassy Battalion is a formidable fighting force. Aerial combat is not the only way you can make your mark. But it's what we are trained for. Think back to your time in Germany. Lily was shot down. And we were able to hold our own on the ground. Well, Corny got us the AA gun, but I don't see what use that's going to do us here. The kind Herr Pearson and I did more than just install anti-aircraft artillery. You're so generous, Cornelius. My pockets run almost as deep as my heart. It's my gentlemanly duty. So, what is it you've been up to? Tell us! If... if we can help Dixie, we must. Duh! Tell us that we may aid our comrade. He doesn't need to tell you, because I'll tell you for him. By showing you instead. To the trucks. Suit up, Brassy Battalion, and bring your sidearms. Frank got behind the wheel as Brassy Battalion, armed and ready to rescue their fearless leader, clambered inside. Ignoring the roads and making a beeline for the coast, Frank guided the truck over hill and dale, rock and flora, dirt and sand, urging the vehicle ever faster by sheer force of will. And Umket Green. Hang on, Dix. We're coming for you. Onward they drove, stopping for neither beast nor nature, until they arrived at a small dock in a secluded portion of the sunny California coast. There was a lone, small dock extending out into the mighty Pacific, a needle in a deep blue haystack. At the end of the dock stood a small, deserted shack. What is this place? There's nothing here. Ah, the beach. I have often had robotic dreams of such a vacation. Sitting in the sun and sipping oil teenies. What does that sign say? Essie's home cooking, of course. Cooking? 
What happened to the jeep? Who could think of food at a time like this? I could sure go for some ravioli. Joey... I'm just being honest. Keep your eye on the ball, Joey. Duh, we will need everyone at peak efficiency for this mission. Where are Frank, Archie, and Corny going? Fear not. We'll be right back. Don't worry, friends. Old Cornelius has the answer. What good is boarded up old restaurant with bad spelling? Essie. Essie. Yeah, if it ain't serving food, what's the point? Perhaps it is more than meets the eye. I'm a little confused as well, but I trust the others know what they're doing. I only hope we're not too late to help her. You are growing attached, perhaps? She came to rescue me when I've been captured. I merely mean to return the favor. Duh, growing attached. But it's okay, I am as well. Essies! Cookie! Nah, Essies! What about it, Lily? It's short for Esmeralda. Look! What the heck is that? Something is rising from the water! A giant aquatic robot? Mom? It's a ship! A submarine! Best hurry up and get aboard, folks. Dixie needs us. And now, a word from tonight's sponsor, the multitudinous Umket Industries. Umka Industries, you know, was the originator of Umka Blanca coverall paint. It'll cover anything, just one little drop. If you need to paint something, it's Umka Blanca. You mean the whitest of white paints? The very one that was used on the moderately successful Humphrey Bogart motion picture released earlier this very year? The one and only. Umka Blanca made Casablanca what it is. Very, very white. And a finer whiteness you'll never see. You know who else knows a lot about paint? Why, yes. Brassy Battalion's own Thomas Galen. Greetings, chums. I hear tell you know a lot about paint. Well, I do rather fancy myself knowledgeable in that area. Well then, tonight we're going to tell you something we just found out about. Mittens. Mittens? Yes, that's right. Mittens. You know the three little kittens who lost their mittens? Yes. Those things. I know what mittens are. Why, of course you do. And what we found out about mittens is this. You see, here in America... The only place to be. Yes. Hooray for America. Well, here in America, we have different kinds of mittens for different kinds of weather. Is that a fact? Tried and true. Sometimes it's cold. Brr. Achoo! And even to take care of you. Oh, way up in northern Minnesota and Wisconsin, they put on two pairs of woolen mittens. And a pair of leather ones besides, sometimes. And not quite so far north, oh, around Iowa and Illinois, for instance. A single pair of mittens will do, if they're good and heavy. That's just about how London is this time of year as well. Quite right. And a little further south, a pair of good fleece-lined gloves will keep the frost out of your delicate fingertips. They're not all that delicate. They were burned by acid, remember. Bollocks. But how does that relate to- And way down south, of course, gloves are just something to dress up in. Nothing else makes me feel so fancy. And mittens, <laughs> they're hard to know what mittens are for. Hello? Of course we know what mittens are, boy. I thought we were talking about Humphrey Bogart and paint. Well now, here's the point of the whole story. Think of this. Wouldn't it be silly if all these folks who wear all these different kinds of mittens... Wouldn't it be silly if they all tried to use the same kind of paint on their houses and picket fences? Now that you mention it, yes, it would be terribly silly indeed. Why, of course it would. One hit for all, no, no, no. They need different kinds of paint, just as they need different kinds of mittens. Now you got your boots on. Oh, 
They need paint tailor-made to fit the weather. So when you're out driving, watch for the big red, white, and blue sign that advertises Oonka Blanca Coverall Paint. You see, Oonka Blanca Coverall Paint is weather right because it's tailor-made to fit the weather in each part of the country where it's sold. Uncle Oonkit is a genius. Uncle Oonkit is smart, yes it's true. Never thinks of himself, only thinks of you. Ha, huh, it's almost enough to make a bloke want to apply for citizenship. Only almost. Who am I kidding? Give me the papers. So remember what we told you about mittens. We are mittens that are right for your kind of weather. And use paint that is right for your kind of weather too. And take it from Thomas Galen. He's a painter. Actually, I'm, I've never painted a house. I work mostly in watercolours He's and... a painter! Yes, I am. That's good old Uncablanca coverall paint. The exclusive paint used in the Bogart film Casablanca. It wasn't a huge hit, you know, but might be big 30 or 40 years from now. Anything is possible. Now wouldn't you like to say you were on the bandwagon way back when? And how? I heard the movie was originally going to be called Casa White, but they liked the paint so much they changed the title in honour of Umka Blanca. The truth is the truth, and boy oh boy will you be proud of the way your home and little picket fence shine. Tell Dad to buy some tomorrow. And once he tries it, I bet he'll say that's a brand name paint. Because it is. Take it from me. I'm a painter. And an Honorary American. We now rejoin our program and pick up with our hero, Dixie Stenberg, who we left in a most perilous predicament. What's going on here? It is I who will ask you that. Ja, so Aeskar. What's going on here? You first. Here's an idea. Let's just put down the weapons before something gets broken. Nine. She must die. She must pay. I like pie. Put the knives down. Eep! Or else I melt this mook's face like a candle. Oh no. Candles are pretty. Shut up, Wilder. I don't know what you jackanapes are doing here, but it can't be good. Of course it's not good. We're Nazis. Why do you want the beast so bad? That is for us to know. And for you to die having never known. Ja, you're really not so good at the banter, Rodolfo. A waste of time. I will flay her where she stands. Oh, no, you don't. No, stop. Be careful. Watch that. Not my little one. Get away from there. Don't touch that. No, not the blue one. My wall. She shot a hole in my wall. That's a fine. How do you do? Now, this is fun, yeah? Dixie charged through the base, turning through the twisting maze of corridors as every new avenue presented itself, firing blind back over her shoulder as she went. Oh, look, it's getting all wet. We need to plug that leak. We must go after her. If we don't plug the leak, we'll die. If we don't stop her, Geist will kill us anyway. Mm. Too true. You and Martha stay here and stop the leak. I will go after Dixie. <laughs> the rain, yeah? Why should you get all the fun? You are more skilled at engineering than I. And you are more skilled with the knife than I. Hail, uh. Scott. Good hunting. I'll scar. Radolf Pelzer, world-class hunter and train killer, stalked his prey through the dark corridors. The wolf pelt on his back had been soaked by the leak and filled his nostrils with the scent of wet dog. Dixie darted back and forth down the corridor, taking cover in various rooms and sparing a moment to fire back down the hall behind her. But Radolf's training was no match for Dixie's cover fire. 
his every muscle honed to perfection. His body had become a living weapon. Ha! Dixie never stood a chance. The blade cut deep into her calf, dropping her to the deck and making escape impossible as the hunter stalked in for the kill. Now, Dixie Stenbag, you have tasted Nazi steel. You feel the cold metal spilling your warm blood. The strength draining from your body. And you know that your death is mine. Cork your piehole, chum. In his arrogance, Radolf had forgotten about Dixie's Rhaegar, and the mistake had cost him... My arm! My arm! You vaporized my arm! Now the shoe was on the other foot, but so was the arrogance. That'll teach you to underestimate me. As Dixie readied her next shot, she got movement out of the corner of her eye. Ursula had snuck up behind her, but it was too late. Confounding contender! This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg. Ha! She is out cold. No thanks to you. My knife hit her leg. I made her fall. Yes, you are very special, Mr. One-on-one. Mark Zaracor as Frank McGuff. Dex, oh no, I hope we're not too late. Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. He thinks you shall be, you shall be indeed. You know, it sure has taken you a long time to go down one level and come back up. Hey, now that you mention it, it is. Where am I? For the moment, close enough to reach. What do you mean? <coughs> Does that ever get old? <coughs> Curses! Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. We're coming for you, Scar, to give you the what for. There shall be a fulmination of fisticuffs. You'll never find us. <laughs> Pete Mylan as Freudenberg. Oh, oh, we might. No, you mightn't. Scott Vinicom as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. Someone wasn't listening to the episode, it seems. What? Listen to this drivel? Not unless I have more lines. Anthony Pacelli as Joey Scalzetti. Oh, you're gonna be surprised, Pops. Don't call me that. I'm not that old. Just what shall surprise me, hmm? Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. Well, I will fill you in. We have a sub. Oh, I don't like sandwiches. Perry Whittle as Benedict Ederchenko. Is that what Essie serves? Well, now... It doesn't really serve anything. It's a decoy. I still want to know where the G went. What are you talking about? Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. A submarine, you mental defective. Oh, that's my line. Catherine Pride as Geist. Look, seriously now, two episodes in my base and no appearances from me. What does an evil blue ghost villain have to do to get some love around here? Sorry, sorry. Next episode, I swear. Hmm. Writers. Justin Dobby as Volker. Oh, my lab. My precious lab. My beakers and burners and tubes and tables all gone. I swear. If this keeps happening, I'm defecting. Arapalodi as... I mean it. Really. Arapalodi. defecting. Seriously. Arap... won't have Volker to push around. Yeah. Era Pelodi as Ursula Unger. Zah, you see? 
I plugged the hole, and I knocked out Dixie. I am superior. David Alexander MacDonald as Walter Falkenstein. I like Bosdelius. Superior. Superior! I like soup. Me too. Oh, this is the beginning of something wonderful. Kevin Hoskins has Redolf Pelzer. I shall like a new arm. And I would like a new lab. But I don't know what you expect me to do about it. You made the ray gun that removed it. Now make a ray gun that restores it. A limb restoring ray gun? I think that would be pushing the suspension of disbelief even for this show. I mean, what next? The robot turning into a car of some sort? Ha! Huh. Julie Goldstein as the robot. I thought it was my mom, but it was a submarine. How could you make such a careless mistake? My mom looked like a giant underwater cigar. It's an easy mistake to make. My father looks like a giant typewriter. I feel your pain. Are you two actually getting along? Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon. <sighs> Death to the Harry Simeon Sympathizer! One, two, one, two. Kristen Bays as the Umket Triplets. Detention. Detention? What are you three? Some sort of school mom conglomeration? You be <laughs> And Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. Kirby and Singy and Punchy too! They're a triple threat! Hey Nazis! You stink! Yep! Surrender, Surrender now or we'll beat you up! Oh, my kind of girls! This is Seth and I'm sure. Stay tuned next time for the long-awaited rematch of Dixie vs. Geist, only at PendantAudio.com. Dixie vs. Geist? Well, we all know who I'm putting my money on. You've been listening to a Pendant production of the Dixie, Stenberg, and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, brought to you by Unka Blanca Coverall Paint. And remember... One paint for all, no, 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 Unka Blanca Coverall, go, go, go. Stay safe, America, and good night. Will someone rewind this thing so I can listen and see what's going on? <coughs> Ow! This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Schur. Umkit Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2008, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.